I'm Russ. And I'm Danny. And this is the Memory Makers Podcast. The show focused on helping you create amazing customer experiences and make more memories. Welcome to Memory Makers Podcast. So the jingle's the same, but the genre is different. So this is interesting because now it's <laughs> going to be like, what genre is going to come next in the the great mind of Russ and the things that bang around up there? Do you think I have time to learn how to play the steel drums? <laughs> is that a reference to something? Or is no, it- I'm just gonna I'm gonna do a little reggaeton on the next one then. It's not like, I mean, you're going to, I'm going to bring in like really obscure, like monk throat, you know, pipe singing or whatever that stuff is. Like we'll, we'll get deep. (laughs) When it comes to steel drums, the great part about it is that, uh, you, all you have to learn is one set of notes because if you're like Michael Scott from the office, he's got that episode feeling hot, 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 hot. hot. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not saying it's going to be layered and complex. It's not going to be like Andy later in that where he's playing Ole Ole and going to town on it. It's going to be very... You know, beginners, beginners. So, (laughs) well, so I I have a quick story that I wanted to share. Uh, Recently, I was uh, attending and speaking at an event up in Toronto. And while Mm -hmm. I was there, we were talking about as a group some of the snack foods that they have in Canada that we don't have in the US. And one of the things that was brought up was ketchup chips. Mm. which um, some of the people who were from the U.S. who were at this event thought were disgusting, did not like them at all. And then I learned about something called all-dressed chips, which I heard was very good. Um, Apparently, it's kind of like if you think about about a bagel and having everything seasoning where it's a little bit of all of it, that's kind of what all-dressed chips are, I guess. I can get behind that. If you're from Canada and I'm describing this wrong, I apologize, but that was my interpretation of it. They're too nice to say anything to you about that. (laughs) Oh, yes. Jenna Boyo will go, no, I have no problem. I have no problem saying, (laughs) Danny, you're way off base on that one. And we love Jenna for that. (laughs) I got to the airport and I bought these chips, uh, brought them home so that my wife and I could both try them because we we always like trying... Um, snack foods in different countries that we visit that we would never experience here in the U.S. And uh, I will give it a two thumbs up report. I, I really like enjoyed it. the all dressed chips from Canada. I specifically got the Ruffles brand because okay. I was told those were the best brand to get. Got it. All right. Well, we're gonna have to see if we can find some of these on Amazon.com and uh, and just make it a tasting for the whole office. <laughs> uh, well. I, I so I love being open minded and trying new food, you know, from that as I do a shameless segue into our topic here. And that is going to be about continual self development and what to do with all these new things that continually come your way. So I think most of you who are familiar with us know Danny and I, as well as the C dub team, are very large proponents of personal and professional development, getting better every day, you know, trying to improve upon how we tackle problems or analyze things or show up for the people that we love. And this industry in particular is one with such a great evolving history and so dynamic and it feels like we we get to we live in the world of fun and so it's we're constantly looking at new ways to surprise and delight uh but getting not only to trade shows so you can see what new 
uh, new products and things are out there for your guests, but but going to the education sessions are so critical to keep your finger on the pulse of what's shaping the industry as a whole. What are you seeing within certain types of um, you know new ventures that you want to take on, so you can learn from others. And it's so easy to get caught up with some some really great ideas when you go to these educational sessions. Uh, you're energized, you've got these notes, you're, you're ready to get back and change the world sometimes with, with your team members. But how do we actually prioritize and execute this? If I'm going to steal, you know, a line from Jocko and um, and the and his his great work is how do we prioritize and execute what's most important and then set about an actual plan to implement these things so that way it it isn't something that just stays in the notebook or it isn't something that gets you know a week and a half's worth of lip service and then dies on the vine so to speak. And Danny, you had uh, come across in your personal development professional development uh, discovery through a gentleman of the name of John Maxwell, who is extremely well known. So if you haven't read his work, probably one of the top four all time kind of established authorities on, um, you know, development and teamwork and culture and the whole bit. But he actually has a framework that he has he recommends people do when they're trying to to go through a process like this. And uh, do you mind giving me the the executive summary of what that looks like from him? I mind very much. <laughs> Before okay. I do that, I do want to make a couple quick points. You mentioned Jocko. For those who are unfamiliar, Jocko Willink, who is the author of a book called Extreme Ownership mm-hmm. and also a book Dichotomy called Dichotomy of Leadership. Yeah. Yes, Dichotomy of Leadership. So those books, fantastic. I really like Jocko as an author and the things that he brings to the business world. And then the other thing I do want to hit on, because uh, I, I talk to operators who come to trade shows and one of the first things they do and rightfully so is looking at the list of educational seminars like who's speaking what are they speaking on what are the topics and what i find happens a lot and i totally understand this is someone will look and say well i've seen this person speak on this before um i'm not going to go back and watch that again totally makes sense right especially if there's something else happening during that time that that you think might be more applicable for your business however i do want to say that even if you have seen a presentation before, go back and see it again. And the reason why is where you are in your business at this point could be very different than the first time you saw it. So you're going to take away different things. Um, And there could be also new pieces in there that weren't in the presentation the first time you saw it. You never know what tiny, small little nugget or tip is going to be the thing that reduces costs or makes you more efficient or increases revenue profitability. And that 30, 45, 60 minutes of that presentation, however long it is, could be well worth it. Well, and I think a friend of ours, Mark Keene, always says we need to be reminded a lot more than we need to be told, right? You, you only need to be told once, but you need to be reminded multiple times in order for those things to, to permeate and set in. And so getting a chance or another swing at bat or another bite at the apple of, of content, to your point, Danny, you're going to be in a different place than you were when you've you've heard some of that content. I think it's why we see a ton of people continually come back, you know, multiple times over for Amusement 360, not only because there's a lot that they can sink their teeth into, but, you know, if, if, you're, if you go and get this content when you're just in the industry and you're learning what this actually looks like, and, and you're you're just trying to keep your eyelids above water as far as information intake. 
And then versus when you're, okay, now we're actually building the building and now we're actually opening. I mean, those are such distinct phases. And then, okay, now we've been open for five years, right? And and that's no small difference in between. There's just your your personal experiences through all of that will help shape and, and open you up to new ideas that can come back through. Uh, and and the, the folks that we see be the most successful are continually assuming that they don't have the answers and, and want to look at, you know, outwardly for... Um, for you know what what is going on so they can make another informed decision and that i think is is such a great mindset but you have to be able to use this framework in order to do something with it um and so if you end up going to one of these events you know and you end up doing this exercise i always say hey we've got to do this within the first 24 hours otherwise any notes that i have or or things that i thought were really important takeaway segments i may lose the context in the moment of what that was and so while those things are still fresh in your mind it's how do we how do we actually catalog this down and then start to get a sense of you know what we want to do with it so let's walk through the framework then, and mm-hmm. so everyone can understand what that is. And so it's an acronym, ACT, A-C-T. And again, I got this from John Maxwell. I think I was watching a, a keynote that he did at, at some event. I was watching virtually. I saw this afterwards. And he talked about how, how to use ACT in order to prioritize, right? So you come home or you finish an event, you've got notebook filled with notes and ideas and all these things that you want to do. And this is about how to prioritize. So A stands for apply, C stands for change, and T stands for teach. So what you're going to do is first you're going to start with A. You're going to go through your notebook and you're going to write the letter A next to everything that you want to apply in your business. So go through every note page, write A next to all those items. So those the good ideas of, ooh, hey, we need to be doing that, like flex pricing for our schedule. Like that's something that we can apply Exactly. Or, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, any new thing that you want to apply to your business or mm-hmm. we need to apply email marketing because maybe that's something we don't do yet or just mm-hmm. different ideas that you want to apply. Then you've got C, which is change. Maybe this is something you're doing that you need to adjust your approach or change um, your pricing or change the way that you package your parties, whatever it is. Write a C next to all the things that you want to change in your business. And then the last one is T for teach. You're going to go through and write a T next to all the things that you need to teach to others in your business, whether that's your GM or your uh, supervisor, shift managers, frontline staff, doesn't matter who it is, all the things that you need to teach within the business. So now you've got this notebook and it's filled with a bunch of notes with A's, C's, and T's. So then on a new page or in a document, wherever you're going to put this, you're going to start by putting together the list of write all the A's out in one column, write all the C's out in another column and all the T's so that they're all um, uh, combined together in one place. Then the last step you're going to do is prioritize. Start with the A's and all the things you're going to apply and go through and prioritize what is the number one most important thing to apply that will have the biggest impact right now and maybe even make all the other things that you're going to apply easier down the line. Then what is number two, number three, number four? Prioritize all the way down. Then go to C. Do that same prioritization. What's the most important thing to change? Second most, third most, all the way down. And then T, what's the most important thing to teach? The second most, third most, all the way down. And then you have your priority list. So what you're going to do is start with number one, the number one thing to apply, the number one thing to change, and the number one thing to teach. Those three things, do them. 
just do that and nothing else and do it until it's implemented. And like most things in business, it's not going to happen. Do it once and it's over. You're going to have to probably repeatedly do it or it'll take a little bit of time or repeatedly teach something. You're never going to teach something once and it's over. Do that for the the few days or the week or the month that it's going to take to get those done. Then move on to number two on the list and then move on to number three. And that is your business growth priority list for the next one, three, six, 12 months into the future. And that is the best way I found to take all these ideas, uh, prioritize them in a really practical way and start implementing them immediately. I I think what I like about this framework is that it it helps take the elephant one bite at a time, right? And and make it a little bit more approachable. And so now the knowing, oh, hey, these are things that we need to teach. Great. We can, I can start having some conversations with our team. We can get alignment on that and we can reinforce those things. You know, te- teaching is a relatively low barrier to entry. It just requires more effort over time to consistently communicate what the expectations and outcomes that you want to have from that knowledge is. And, and then- you know- you know what's great about teaching? I, I apologize. Hmm. I, I no, no, no. Do it. Your toes there is if in order for you to teach something to someone else, you have to truly understand it. Mm-hmm. And if you are ha- finding you're struggling with how to teach this to your staff, you may not fully understand or comprehend it strong enough yet in a way that makes that teaching powerful. And so that's something I like to think about, too, is that your understanding of that idea, project, thing that you're going to do needs to be strong enough where you can teach it to another person in your business. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I The... One other piece, you know, you and I have have harped on pretty consistently of this a couple of times already, and I'll do it for a third, but is do this within 24 hours of getting this content in your brain so that way you you are closer connected to the impact that you felt it would have and you're you're keeping yourself in the moment of, of so that way you can leverage this and, and be in tune with what really is going to have the biggest impacts for you. The other piece that we would definitely recommend that you do is if, if you're there, let's say there's two or three from your team that have gone to an event, you've hit up the majority of the same sessions, you may have hit different sessions, whatever, have everybody go through this exercise individually first and then come together strategically to review what's the alignment, you know, what's out of, you know, what aren't we on the same page on? Oh, I have this as a three, you have it as a seven. Why is that? So we can start to get a little bit more mutually shared understanding around what maybe is the, you know, the bigger roots of of some of these issues or or things that we're seeing. And so make sure that if you've had everybody in the room, have them all do this exercise and then come back and collaborate together because that will ensure one that you have better group buy in. You're empowering them to be a little bit more autonomous, but we are also uh, not making decisions in a vacuum, which is a, a great thing to avoid if you can. So if we look at this, why, why is this important? You know, there's a, a phrase that people like to say of knowledge is power. I actually think that's untrue. That That's not real. Knowledge is potential power, right? And that that knowledge is only powerful and useful if you put it into action. And the best way to do that is to prioritize. Because if we try to do, if we have all these notes from an event or a webinar or whatever the thing is that we're doing, and we try to do it all at once, none of it will actually get done. We'll get burned out and just get distracted by other things. And so that prioritization is so crucial um, in order to make those, those positive impacts in the business. And I think that seems like a great spot to go ahead and button up this episode. I like it. Yeah, I I, I enjoy the, the strategic application of these kinds of things. And so, yeah, it's, it, this makes my heart happy. <laughs> so thank you for your service today, Danny. You're welcome <laughs> if, for if my you, service. 
There you go. If you want to uh, keep an eye out for more of this content coming your way, we have our episodes that are dropping weekly. So be sure to come back and hear more of the insights as we're bringing on guests and outside speakers as well. And um, yeah, that's that's what keeps this whole ship moving is you guys uh, engaging and, and gaining benefits. So and if you like what you heard, don't forget to subscribe and uh, leave us a review if you would as well. And we will not say no to five stars as well. (laughs) Uh, If you have any ideas for future episodes, whether that's topics or guests that you'd like to see, shoot us a message on our social media channels and uh, we'll get that into the hopper. Big shout out to Mike on the ones and twos running the ultranet behind us. And uh, we will catch you on the next one, troublemakers.